At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Hello, everybody. You're back where it's at, listening to the show that keeps you in the know, where we keep it real and true as we do what we do. I'm Tanisha Baker, and you're inside Talking With T. We are happy to continue the celebration of our one-year anniversary as we have featured unrepeated shows, keeping it fresh and new, designed just for you. This month, we will highlight some of our past favorite segments, as well as bring you some exciting new artists and special guests. It's June 20th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actress Nicole Kidman, singer Lionel Richie, actor John Goodman, and gospel artist Kira Sheard. It was today in 1991 when Thurgood Marshall announced his retirement from the Supreme Court. It was also this date in 1970 when Muhammad Ali stood before the Supreme Court to refuse his induction into the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War. On this date in 1960, Harry Belafonte becomes the first African-American to win an Emmy Award. Yesterday was also recognized as Juneteenth, and it is the oldest holiday in the United States that commemorates the abolition of slavery. Not many young people knew about this date, and we don't see much shared on social media or in the news. Of course, it isn't taught in school, and we didn't have a big celebration or recognition locally. But it is still worth commemorating and teaching our youth about this date. You can find out more about the history of Juneteenth on my website. You know, Harriet Tubman said that if she could have convinced more slaves that they were slaves, she could have freed thousands more. I feel the same way today. If we could convince more people that they are in a fight, we would have a better chance of winning the war. The war on poverty, the war on drugs, the war on abuse, and the war on racism. If you want to join this war, you need the right weapons. You need courage and dignity, pride and persistence, and you need education and consciousness. Yesterday, we also celebrated Father's Day. We honored those men that have had a role in raising our children. Blessings to all the present fathers and male role models. I salute the fathers that have pictures in their wallets where money used to be. Some people may take offense to what I'm about to say, but although I applaud single mothers raising children on their own, a mother simply cannot be a father and vice versa. You can be a single parent doing everything in your will and power to support, raise, guide, and love your child or children on your own. But you cannot take the role of the other parent. I encourage you to listen to the show dated June 22nd of 2015 for a very interesting dialogue on this topic. Now we will continue our theme for this month as Just Do It in June. This month, we're committing ourselves to taking action. We are moving forward on those plans, dreams, or goals that are just waiting to come alive. Do it now, because sometimes later becomes never. There are only so many tomorrows, so today is the day to just do it. 
Let's turn our attention to the happy highlights. Our first story is about Christina Aguilera. She is promising 100% of the proceeds from her latest song to benefit those affected by the Orlando shooting. My next story is about strangers who attended a funeral of a homeless vet with no family. Major Jasmine Booth said that in the military, we don't serve alone. Therefore, we do not die alone. Booth was formerly a homeless vet herself and now runs a nonprofit for homeless female veterans. When she heard about the planned funeral, she posted an invitation to every veterans group she could think about. And she hoped that about 20 to 30 people may show up. When she arrived, however, she noticed hundreds of cars lined up for the funeral of World War II Navy veteran Serena Vines. She had been found on the streets of D.C. in 1995 with signs of dementia and was taken to the Department of Veteran Affairs Community Living Center. It is reported that she graduated from the University of California, Berkeley, and spoke three different languages. Hats off to Major Jasmine Booth for honoring this veteran in a grand way. Our Monday Minute Quick Bits, Trending News, The Crazy Chronicles, and Blast from the Past are coming up right after we hear from Native Knox Billions now blowing up in the music industry, King and Prince Riley of Selfish Ways. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear Someone Else by King and Prince Riley. I 
look in your eyes waiting for your reply never spoke the truth every word was a lie to my face get out my place we are done could have had every girl in the world thought you were the one you were fate on the first day we ever had first impression is everything but you were mad over the small things that would have made someone else laugh tell me this why you gotta be a problem child never fails blaming someone else for your own faults always trying to blame me for everything wrong in your life i can tell you love me out of spite so this time around i won't be telling you good night i'm done listening you've been pitching me curveballs swerve off with another mistress officially who got a wrong run her own business so divine and work very center mind the summer breeze makes me feel so fine windows down blowing jasmine's through my mind let's take a ride through the city with you by my side made a living in the industry selling your pie once you open your eyes so you will find Today's blast from the past comes from the Crazy Chronicles that aired on October 5th, 2015. It's time for today's Crazy Chronicles. Hey, Pam, you're talking with T. Hey, T, and you're laughing with Pam. (laughs) We're going to jump right into our first story today, and it's about a Detroit man. But actually, before we get into the story, I have a question for you. What are some ways that you can kill a spider? Well, first you can hit them with your shoe. Okay. You can swat them off with something. All right. You know, you can run. (laughs) Don't even bother the spider. (laughs) Okay. Well, evidently there's another way you can kill a spider. And I think I may have heard of this where you can set them on fire. Yes. And so this man attempts to do that. He sees a spider and he takes out his lighter to burn the spider. The problem with this is that he was pumping gas at the time. So this man at the Detroit gas pump decides to light his lighter to kill the spider while he's pumping gas. And can you imagine what happened? Yes. Not only did he burn the spider, but he blew the whole (laughs) gas station (laughs) Yeah, well, he almost did. Fortunately, there was a fire extinguisher nearby and the clerk saw what was going on and was able to turn the gas off of all the pumps. So there were no serious injuries. But I was just thinking... What in the world made him think that was okay? I know, and I bet the clerk was looking out the window like, I know this fool ain't about to light no lighter out here by the gas pump while he's pumping gas. Exactly. And so let's move on to our next story because the Crazy Chronicles are really good today. There's a woman who called 911. 
that's not uncommon, no, right? We do it all the time. Somebody does something to you, you're in danger, or your rights have been violated, you call 911. Right. Well, this lady evidently called 911 because she had attempted to purchase some marijuana and said that the drug dealer had shorted her $75 worth of weed. So, of course, the police come, and when the police get there, they actually charged her for calling 911 on a nonsense charge. And not only that, they searched the car and found that the $75 of missing marijuana was wedged between her car seat. Now, they let the man go, so it's not legal there yet. But she's going to call the police on the drug dealer because she thought that he had shorted her some of her purchase. And I know he was like, I know she did not call me on the phone with the police about some weed. He was like, I don't know. I do not know what you're talking about, officer. I do not know this woman. I do not sell marijuana at all. Well, you know, and they did let him go because uh, they said they let him go for lack of evidence. I bet they did because the evidence was on her. Yeah, I, and you know, the police have bigger fish to fry. So I'm going to ask all of those that partake in that activity if there's a disagreement or there's an issue, please do not call the police in any issue related to marijuana transactions in the state of Tennessee. Right. <laughs> okay, and so our last story for today um, is about a woman who's attending church with her children. Right? Right. So she's attending church, and the pastor gets up before altar call to make the morning announcements. And one of the announcements he makes is to give a congratulatory message to a newly married couple. Well, the problem was that the man in this newly married couple was her husband. Mm-mm-mm. And so she's sitting there in the congregation, probably ready to get her praise on. And now she finds out that her husband, like her current husband, not divorced, separated, or anything, has married another woman. Husband of 21 years at that. Exactly. Has married another woman. She was sitting there and they making church announcements. Yes, we'd like to send our congratulations to Brother Edward and Sister Bernice on their <laughs> new wedding. And she's like, Edward who? <laughs> then they said the last name and she didn't stick around to get the whole story. She ran out of church to go home. To get her marriage license, she had it already to show I know them. she was in shock. Yes, I would have been in shock, too. Children were too. Can you imagine what kind of low life would do that? And then have the nerve to a church that he knows his wife frequents. Now, she must not have been a member there, but she frequents there on occasion. He should have known she was going to stumble upon that information at some point. And so now he's been arrested for bigamy, but... Um, just when we think we've heard and seen it all, it's always something else to add to the crazy chronicles. Yes, I'm going to need all the pastors in Knoxville. Before you marry anybody, check the resources, please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to wrap up this edition of the Crazy Chronicles. And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. I love to use Facebook Live to bring you information on location. Well, Antonio Perkins of Chicago was on Facebook Live when he was fatally shot about six minutes into his broadcast. Just two months ago, another Chicago man was shot but not killed while he was on live video feed. Police fatally shot an armed man inside a Walmart in Amarillo, Texas this past Tuesday after he took two people hostage, including a manager whom he had had a work-related dispute. 
Tennessee State Representative Andy Holt is facing criticism for planning to give away two AR-15 rifles, which are the same type of weapons that were used in the Orlando mass shooting. Just a week after former voice contestant Christina Grimmie was gunned down in Orlando, Alejandro Fuentes, a finalist from The Voice Mexico, became a victim of gun violence in Chicago after celebrating his 45th birthday with friends. Aaron McCleskey, a process server from Austin, Texas, was serving civil papers to a home this past Thursday when she was mauled and killed by dogs. No one was home except for the dogs when she entered the property. It is unclear if charges can be filed since no one intentionally sent the dogs after the woman. Deputies seized six dogs and found 14 puppies who weren't seized. So, let's see what's been trending in the news since last week. Professor Jay is here to shed additional insights on our stories today. And we're going to start with Javante Marks, who's an assistant principal at Brookstown Middle Magnet Academy in Louisiana. He was arrested after the body of Lintel Washington, who was pregnant with his child, was found this past week. The autopsy reported that Ms. Washington died from a gunshot wound to the head. Marks is married now to another woman. So it's believed that he murdered Ms. Washington to cover up the affair and pregnancy. According to the story, Marks is refusing to cooperate with authorities. Now, one sad part of the report is that Ms. Washington was reported missing on June 9th after her three-year-old was found in a parking lot near her car which had blood inside of it. So you can read more details about this story on www.talkingwitht.com. But indeed, I am hoping that the child did not witness the actual murder. Yeah, and it's and it's sad because the sources that, that uh, I was looking at, like you said, he's refusing to cooperate with police, and he's showing no emotion, and they're trying to press him for information. He's not being cooperative, so... Uh, this is definitely a sad story on all aspects. And uh, Ms. Washington was also a teacher of the year, according to uh, one of the sources that I read as well. So it's definitely a loss to the profession and definitely right. a loss to uh, this family as a whole. Right, right. And those were his attempts at covering up his indiscretions. Well, now it's out there for the whole world to see. And I... You know, people go to great extents um, to try to cover up things and to keep affairs secret. But at this point, you know, his wife as well as God and everybody knows what he's done. So, right. again, like you said, it's unfortunate. Uh, but we're going to move on to this next story, which also made me furious. It's about a family of a sixth-grade African-American girl from Texas. Now, hold on to your seat because this is this is going to be a big one. This family has filed a $4 million lawsuit against her school after white students wrapped a rope around her neck and drug her around. So you can find the link to the story and a photo with the rope burns on her neck on my webpage. But it's reported that this young girl had been bullied for months. The school is predominantly white and is a private school with a pretty, you know, high tuition. Her family thought they were providing her with an optimum education by sending her there. There are several incidents described in the report that seem to have been dismissed or really not taken seriously by the school's administrator, 
But when the girl told them about her neck, she was given Vaseline for the neck wounds and some Motrin for the pain. All of this without her parents being informed. It wasn't until they picked her up from school that they found out about the injury and immediately took her to the hospital. At that point, a crime scene unit came to take pictures for an investigation. I can't even really bear to read some of the responses from the school and the school's attorney because it is utterly ridiculous. It's almost on the verge of being sickening how light they made of the situation. In fact, I think if I did try to go in more detail, I'd be too upset to continue this broadcast. But as I mentioned before, you can read it for yourself. Find out more details by visiting www.talkwithtea.com. Click on the tab under today's show. You'll find the picture and the story about this atrocity that happened. Um, and I'm just thinking, how, how does it happen, Jay? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And as you said, the school administration pretty much swept everything under the rug and dismissed it as, you know, mere child's play or horse play or, oh, this is just something that children do. No? Um, okay, so maybe one or two random incidents. I could see, you know, uh, perhaps if the children were playing a little bit too roughly one day and, you know, things happen with kids out on the playground. But if there right. are injuries and there seems to be a pattern of these injuries, to this one child in particular, then there's a problem when the administration just dismisses it as, oh, this is just how children play, or they were just being rough. Okay, so, and my whole thing is, if it's a predominantly white school, if, you know, they did not want this child there because of her race, I'm pretty sure this administrator who wrote these very, you know, Hurt responses. Dismissive, yes. Dismissive yeah, these, responses. These very, these very dismissive responses. I'm pretty sure that she had some input on admissions decisions, and she was well within her right to refuse this child admission. Right, and right. So why would you continue to take these parents' money and allow this child to be subjected to these injuries? At some point, her conscience as an adult as a professional administrator, and I would even question if the principal herself is a parent because if she were, would her would she want this happening to her own child? Would these be the types of responses that she would want to receive from her child's school? So I right, right, and judgment. Yeah, question her judgment and those around her because evidently this is accepted in the culture of the school because even if she did not see anything wrong with it. Somebody on that campus or in that environment should have had a problem with this little girl being bullied. And right. you have to see the pictures. I mean, the rope marks, the burns are very visible. And to give her some Vaseline and some Motrin, and let right. alone they didn't even tell the parents that it happened. I, I just can't. I can't. We're moving on. We're going to move on to the next story. And I'm not sure what's up with these frequent reports of children encountering dangerous animals lately, but after the whole thing with Tarambi the gorilla, and he was killed after the toddler crawled into his enclosure, we had a tragic story of a young toddler with his family at Disney World on a resort who was taken by an alligator. 
So this story obviously has devastated the family and caused many to question the safety of anyone in or near water in Florida. So they said, you know, there was a sign posted that said no swimming. Okay. Right. And a lot of people are, you know, making some judgments saying, you know, it said no swimming. But my question is this, and I'm just, I'm just thinking, if I'm standing in water ankle deep, ankle deep to a two-year-old at that, so you could imagine how many inches is that, you know. But anyway, you're standing in water ankle deep. My first question is, is that considered swimming? My next question is, why there was not a sign that said beware of alligators? Because at least five alligators were captured on the resort as they looked for the one that attacked the little boy. So could it be that the hefty resort fees would not be considered worth it if you had to fear alligators stalking you? I'm also wondering why the resort isn't enclosed and patrolled. You know, a resort, that's supposed to be a family-friendly environment. Right. Um, You should be able to go out of your room. A lot of them have, you know, some beachfront. Um, property, so you have some sections there where you can play in the sand. And I know people are saying, why wasn't the child right next to him? But possibly they were. I mean, an alligator moves fast. I just, I don't want to pass judgment on the family. I think it was a horrific incident. I also think that Walt Disney had some responsibility or accountability in this. And of course, you know, there's a lot of debate around this incident. And I'm just asking questions to consider as people determine their points of view. But that's not all, okay? A couple of days later, after this incident, a mother had to fight off a mountain lion that had attacked her five-year-old in Colorado. This past Friday night, the father called 911 dispatchers to say his son had been attacked by a mountain lion. They were en route to the hospital. The mother said her two boys were playing outside. She heard screams. She runs out, and she reportedly physically removed her boy from the mountain line. So the boy is now in fair condition with injuries um, to his face, his head, and his neck. The mother had minor injuries to her hand and legs. They were indeed lucky. I mean, a mountain lion is another very strong creature. The authorities located, yeah, they located one mountain lion in the area and put it down although there were reports that a second mountain lion was also in the area. I don't know what's going on with all of this. And I I, I just I would have to say that this mom is definitely a super mom. The whole adrenaline fight or flight kicked in because, mm-hmm. I yeah, fighting off a mountain lion, yeah, that is no small feat. So um, here's my take on it, and not to make light of any of these incidents, but like you said, there seems to be a great trend with things happening with these animals. Look, everybody, just, if you want to see some animals, y'all stay at home and watch Animal Planet on your TV. <laughs> right, right. Now, now, this particular family with the mountain lions, I'm thinking they were, like, at home. Although in Colorado it's not uncommon for mountain lions to be there, they say it's very rare for there to be actual sightings or close encounters. But they do have, and I noticed tips on how to fight them, and I'm thinking if I have to live somewhere where I have to learn how to fight mountain lions, that might not be the place for tea. I don't think I'm going to live there. No, Jay won't be there either. You know, that's just me. That's me. You know, and in Florida, you know, I'm thinking I don't want to be near any water in Florida. 
But the thing is, let's take the water out. You know, they do walk on land. People seem to dismiss the fact that the alligator could have very well gotten out of the water had he wanted uh-huh. to. And crawled up on the beach to where their balcony or their porch was and done the same damage. I mean, the water was kind of incidental in my opinion, but they have me a little fearful. I'll, I'll never forget I was in uh, Laughlin, Nevada, and I looked out and I thought, oh, look at those, are those dogs? And then the people said, oh, no, those are coyotes. You don't want to walk out at <laughs> night. I said, what? This they're running rapid around out in the wide open. And so I, I may be a little sheltered, you know, and I think here in this part of the of the country, we are used to seeing those types of animals behind bars in a zoo. Other than bears, you know, I think we do have a few bear sightings every now and then. But for the most part, I think we've been sheltered from these wild animals. Right. I remember uh, when I would be going to Boy Scout camp during the summer over in the mountains of Arkansas, you know, we would hear about razorbacks attacking people not too far from the campsite where we were. So, uh, Really? Yes. So oh. I'm not even going to lie. I slept with one eye open, and I was <laughs> trying to figure out what I could do, you know, to fight off a razorback. Now, I mean, that's right. Wow. Okay. Well, I tell you this, as a mother, whether it's a lion, a gorilla, a gator, or a gun, my deepest sympathies are with the families that have suffered due to these tragedies because I just can't imagine seeing your child in danger and then even worse than that, losing a child so unexpectedly. Um, As usual, you know, there are more stories than we have time to report, but I do want to share one more trending in the news about a woman and she's from your neck of the woods. Her name is Jeanette Jives Neely, who's a self-proclaimed prophet from Memphis, Tennessee. Now, Neely has been arrested <laughs> and charged with spending over $160,000 in government funds that were intended to be used for a summer food service program to feed children. She had been operating the food ministry for a little more than it looks like a year when the Department of Human Services came out for a visit. And during the visit, it was discovered that children were not being fed with the money, and they demanded that Neely give the money back. So people kind of feel like it's the misuse of funds like this that makes it more difficult for legitimate ministries to really help those in need. It it, it really does. Um, And from what I was reading, she is – Quoted in one of the one of the YouTube videos, it says, "When you want something bad enough, you're going to do what it takes to get what you want." Now, you know you're making statements mm. like this, and she's a uh, a prophetess, and I put that in air quotes. Uh, yes, yeah, please, because self-proclaimed. Yeah, self-proclaimed mm. prophetess, and you know mm. they told us in the church all the time, the Holy Ghost is intelligent. Right. Okay. And, and 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 the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will bring all things to your remembrance. Okay, so yes, Professor if, Jay, speak on it. Speak on uh-huh. it. So, so if she's if she's a prophetess and if mm-hmm. she had the Holy Ghost when she mm-hmm. was fixing those funds and, and you know shifting money here, shifting money there, the Holy Ghost should have told her, "Girl, you better stop. They're gonna come get you." <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you you either question her calling as a prophetess, and you know, we, we put that in air quotes again. Or either maybe the Holy Ghost did speak to her and tell her, and she just wasn't hearing it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a shame what she did, you know. 
because the thing is that could have been a very legitimate, a very helpful ministry. You know, as educators, Jay, you and I think about in the summertime, you know, our babies and how they're doing, are they eating, are they uh, safe, and are they healthy? And we know that we do have many children that get a lot of their nourishing meals in the school cafeteria or right. on the school campus. And so there are some very helpful and worthwhile programs that kind of take up the slack over the summer to make sure that our kids are still taken care of. So it is really awful that she misused those funds and pocketed that money for her own gain. And like you said, I, I don't know why she couldn't foresee the outcome of that. But when they went to visit, I mean, there was no money being spent on the food. So no. I mean, yeah. But I guess it was fraudulent all the way around. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> the Bible says, what you sow, that ye shall also reap. So, And there you yeah. have it. All right, Jay. All right. Well, that's it for this bit, and, you know, I can't wait to talk to you next week as we catch up on another week's edition of Trending News. That's right, because we're going to be talking about all things trending on Talking With T. All right, now. Let's turn our attention now to the Crazy Chronicles with Pam Campbell, who I am affectionately now moving forward, calling P.I. Pam, as she <laughs> investigates uh, many stories and brings them to our attention and Pam, what do you have for us today? Okay, my first story is about an unidentified man in New Jersey who went into his local grocery store and proceeded to try to steal some meat. Okay, that doesn't seem okay. odd at first. Then when he was wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. What do you mean? It doesn't seem odd. He went in the grocery store and tried to steal some meat. I mean, that isn't an everyday occurrence now. That's not the that's not the oddest part of the robbery of the meat. So when the manager stopped okay. him, he said, "You know, you've been in here three or four times, so you're going to jail today. So we need you to take out everything that's in your pants." And this where it gets really odd. First comes okay, out. Is this going to be clean? This is yeah, something this we can talk about. Okay, I just want to make gonna, sure. This is going to be the uh, clean version. The first okay, thing he pulls you. out, you know, he pulls out, you know, a couple packs of, you know, pork chops and a pack here of steaks or whatever. But then what gets interesting is he pulls out one full rack of ribs. What? A whole, <laughs> a whole rack. But hold okay. on, hold on. He pulls out, you know, a couple sausages, no pun intended. And okay. then he pulls see? out. See? <laughs> he pulls out another rack of ribs. So keep in mind, he was about to feed the whole house. He was about to have a full-fledged barbecue with the stuff in his Wait a minute, he can you out- back up and just run it down again for me? I got two packs of ribs. Two racks of ribs. Two racks of ribs. A couple packs of pork chops, some sausage, some packs of steaks, and then just some random items, just random meats. They didn't disclose what those were. He pulled out about five or six more different things. The video went viral, and it's been shared millions of times because people just can't not understand what he keep pulling out. And it's just like the manager knew that it was going to be more because he would stop. He'd be like, no. Go get that. And he reached way down in his jogger pants and pulled something else out. And you're like, where's he hiding all that food? 
You know, this reminds me of a couple of things. One, for those of you, of our listeners that are old enough to remember good times, I don't know if they remember Lenny. Was he on good times? Who used to open up his jacket and had all the stuff in there. And then it also reminds me of a clown car, you know, like stuff just keeps coming down and you try to figure out how did all that get in there. Well, well, I'm going to have to watch the video. I did read where it had gone viral, and uh, I I don't know. I don't know his techniques, but what else do you have for I bet the people were mad, though. They didn't get uh, their food for the barbecue. I bet they had the chocolate. They must have the chocolate and everything ready because he didn't have that. (laughs) He had all the the meat. (laughs) Okay, well, my next story is about Kevin Hart. Coming home Monday after being on vacation with his family, he sees that his door is pried open. So he calls the police because obviously someone has been in his house. The strange thing is he lives in an upscale neighborhood with two security gates. So it's kind of odd that someone would get into his house. Upon investigation, Mm. they find out that it was broken into and they took over $500,000 worth of jewelry and clothes. Now, Mr. Kevin Hart, you know, he's joking about it on Steve Harvey, you know, said they just took stupid stuff. He said, like my jeans. You know, who can wear my jeans? He said he's going to be on the lookout for somebody with a 25-inch waist jeans. You know, somebody will be real tight in them jeans. He might want to check the nearest elementary school because they might be there. You know, then they, and then he said someone used the bathroom and didn't flush it, which really pissed him off, he said. He said, like, they were being disrespectful on purpose. But the real strange thing is, how did they get in and it's a double-gated community? Uh, it makes well, you, you know, think, is I mean, it an inside job? Or, you know, I remember when Jamie Foxx got, um, his house got broken into a few years back. It was his security that did it. So on his oh, security team. Oh. So it was an inside job, but he was thinking, how do they get in here and, and nobody knows the codes? And so it's something to look into, but Kevin Hart, you know, he makes any situation comical. He laughs about it. You know, he's there, I'm insured. So no big thing. He got a movie opening up. He's he's not hurt for no money, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pam, I still appreciate you, uh, P.I. Pam, for investigating yes, that, these stories for us. that's going to be my new name, P.I. Pam. If you need my services, hit me up on Facebook. <laughs> All right. Well, well, P.I. Pam, I can't wait to hear about your investigations next week. And I can't wait to tell you, and I'm going to give it to you straight with no chaser. Speaking of that, speaking of that, we're going to be bringing you the Crazy Chronicles Uncut and Uncensored, where Pam will be giving it to you straight with no chaser. Of course, this edition of the Crazy Chronicles will not be available for public listening, but as they develop, I will give you directions as how you can listen to this special edition of the Crazy Chronicles Uncut and Uncensored, Straight No Chaser. So, Pam, I'll see you next week. All right, I'll be here. Carry on. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you use an iPhone or iPad, please download the podcast there and I would love to get your feedback. I'm exploring additional platforms and will update you as they develop. Currently, you can listen to Talking With T on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and recently added Google Music. 
Remember that new shows drop each Monday. And don't forget to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Risk more than others think is safe. Care more than others think is wise. Dream more than others think is practical. Expect more than others think is possible. Cadet Maxim. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.